Welcome to Move the District, where you can find the best ways to stay healthy, stay moving, and stay informed in Washington, D.C. Now, more than ever, we have a wealth of information and opportunities to live the high-performance, pain-free life that we want. My name is Dr. Mike Yasson, and my goal is to show you the backstories behind the individuals and businesses that provide these opportunities for everyone, no matter who you are. Now, let's move. Move the District is sponsored by Big Leap Performance and Rehab. At Big Leap Performance and Rehab, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active during the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better. Head to BigLeapPerformanceAndRehab.com to see how we can help you stay active for life. All right, we are back at episode 23, 23 episodes, 23 weeks, going to keep the streak going. Here we go. This week, I am super excited to have Alicia McKenzie. She has over 10 years experience in the fitness industry. First five of those were owning a CrossFit gym in Virginia, as well as being a competitive CrossFit athlete. And now she is the founder of Lift Like a Mother and Amplify, which are both online health and wellness programs designed to empower entire communities. Additionally, she is also a fellow Lululemon ambassador, and she's a badass mother of four. Alicia, thanks for coming on the show. Did I get all that right? I mean, first off, you got my name right, so a high five to that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. They don't know what what it is. Alicia, Alicia, Alicia. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've been called so many things over my life. It's, it's crazy. So yeah. Oh my God. Kudos. So we're, we're starting off on the right foot, but yes, everything else is correct too. <laughs> oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. No, I think you told me that maybe like the first time I met you or maybe I heard someone else say it and I was like, Alicia. Okay. Not Alicia. Yeah. I think, I don't know. What's the typical spelling of Alicia? Isn't it probably the same? No, maybe. I don't know. I know three different Alicia's all spelled the same way all pronounced differently. No way. So honestly, I think at this point, a name is just completely random and you can make it up. You can be like Elon Musk and throw symbols in there. Like it's, <laughs> it oh is what God. it is. And yes. the only reason that it sticks with people within the Lululemon community is because there's two Alicia's that are ambassadors. Oh, okay. Shout out to the other Alicia's that are Lululemon yeah. ambassadors. Oh Alicia my God. Sokol. Beautiful Alicia Sokol. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I was, I was watching, um, the, the David, the new David Letterman interview series on, on Netflix with, uh, Kim Kardashian and which is actually, it, don't make a face. It was actually pretty good. It's pretty deep. Uh, but the, well, you can make a face of this part when they like, she went through like her like family tree and was like naming like her kids and like Courtney's kids and, uh, Chloe's kids. And they're all like true and like other names like that. And you're like, like what? That's not a, that's not John. Where's John? North. <laughs> North. Yeah. Right. West. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, where did the, where did the normal, the nor, uh, who, who am I to say normal, but where are the, I guess, traditional names were used? I don't know. Traditional. Traditional. Typical. Right. Yeah. But I guess that's evolution as we progress as a country, I guess we change what we call ourselves. I guess so. Everything is fluid nowadays. We're going down the rabbit hole here. Anyway, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, I'm glad I got your name right. 
Um, I want to talk a little bit about your background because you've had such a, you know, I mean, 10 years is no small amount of time, you know, in the, in the fitness world here. Uh, where did it all start? How did you first get into like the idea of like fitness as like a career? It, um, completely random. Like this was not my trajectory. It was not my path. Um, I was in it. So I got my first like real job in, I want to say 2006. And I was an executive assistant for a division in us customs and border protection. And I slowly made my ranks through the it world. I was a systems analyst. I was a uh, cybersecurity analyst. Uh, oh, I was a technical writer. So like, this was not my path. And wow. I was you're like your typical gym bunny. I would go and I'd run my three miles and do some little weights and then go home and drink and smoke and eat whatever the hell I wanted. And like, that was, that was my lifestyle. And then uh, I randomly found CrossFit in 2008 through like some Google YouTube video went down that rabbit hole. And I was like, Ooh, this looks fun. So I walked into my first CrossFit and then I, I never turned back. Like it was just something that um, pushes you to want to do better, but there's so many aspects of it. There's the gymnastics aspect, the cardio aspect, the weightlifting, and there was always something to focus on without ever getting bored. There you go. Yeah. And now you went to, was it the 2010 CrossFit games? Which, which year oh, was it? Oh God. I don't I hate, to, I hate to, to, to date it, but I know I, I it, talking all these dates makes me feel old. Um, I went to my first regionals, I think in 2010. So CrossFit okay. games, and this was before Reebok was involved. So it was still very much grassroots and we were in the middle of Ohio and like the middle of a field. And I pulled my first 300 pound deadlift there. And like, it was, it was just very, uh, yeah, grassroots, traditional old. And then, all the money started coming and stuff started changing and Greg Glassman started being more Greg Glassman. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Thank God he's gone. Um, yeah. And, and, and then you, so you competed for a few years and then you transitioned to owning a CrossFit box. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's kind of the point where you spent so much time training and so much time in the gym, like why not just make that leap and do it your way? So in 2010 is when we made the first leap into owning a CrossFit. 2012, my family got involved in our gym. So um, my mom was running it with me. My stepdad was running it with me. Um, family affair. It was a family affair. My husband, all my kids grew up in gyms. It, it, it was definitely a lifestyle. And um, I started dabbling more in weightlifting like USAW and the snatch and clean and jerk for my jam and it was, it was just a, a, an amazing time in my life. It introduced me to so many freaking awesome people. And I'm going to yeah. try to keep my potty mouth in check here. Oh, so. <laughs> no. Let it, let it fucking rip. Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but... <laughs> you're, allowed, you're allowed to curse here. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, I, think, I think that's like, really the, the – I think, you know, the best thing about CrossFit is the ability, you know, to connect with people and, and the, the communities that it, that it builds. And – you know, it's kind of a shame with everything that's happened in the past year that like a lot of that has been negated or, you know, maybe we've turned a blind eye to it for, for some time also. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, having the opportunity to like meet people and, and be around people. And I think, you know, they've done more to put a barbell in people's hands, women, I think specifically, than I think really anyone else. 
Absolutely. I think they've made it okay for women to lift weights. Mm -hmm. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. But there are definitely things that we have turned a blind eye to. But I feel like because I owned a CrossFit, that our community was very much um, diverse because you can't get a Mexican owner and a black owner and another black owner and expect it to not be like, that's just you, you people right. attract what they want to see and vice versa. You find your, your people like that. You find your, your tribe, right? And, and yeah, you find your little village. That's how, that's how it is. And I think, yeah, I think it's, it's there if you want it to be there. Right. Like, um, I think, you know, a lot of times you're just like, oh, well, this is just who lives in the area or who I found, but it's like, is it like, did you, you know, seek it out, you know? And, and I think, I think that's a nice thing about this area in general. I think you tend to see more of that with, with, I know district CrossFit here. I think they have a pretty nice mix of, um, you know, diversity here, but I think, you know, the boutique fitness scene in general, you know, this is something I've, I talked about last week on the podcast. It does tend to be more uh, more white dominant, more, you know, uh, that classic white woman, um, you know, dominant scene. Um, but, um, I think, yeah, if you want to go, you know, if you want diversity, seek it out. I think that's the, the thing that I think, I think you can get the most out of in, you know, when you, when you have a gym. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of the direction that we're going with Amplify is that I did not want lift like a mother to be the face of Amplify. I wanted it to be more about the community and about the people in it. And if they have a desire to be a personal trainer and to start their own thing, then I want to help them grow and help them figure out what they want to do specifically. Or if you want to work out and be healthy, but you also want to figure out a way to give back to your community, I want to help you do that. So I think like Amplify just it's not about me. It's not about the money. It's about the community and empowering those around me. I think that's great. So now tell me, when did Lift Like a Mother start? Oh gosh, Lift Like a Mother <laughs> has been around. Is that even, is that, is that even before CrossFit or, or no, no, no. No, that. no. It started when, um, so I owned my gym and I was training a lot and I was having all these babies and <laughs> I'm coming into the gym one day and I have Michaela in a car seat carrier. I have my diaper bag. I have my gym bag and I walk in, I look like a freaking pack mule. And one of my members, he looks at me, he goes, man, he goes outside the gym, you lift like a mother, but inside the gym, you lift like a mother. And it like, after that, it just stuck. Oh my God. I didn't even, I never thought about it like, like that. Oh, I like that. That's, that's pretty good actually. Um, that's where it came from. And I, I've been having babies and carrying shit around ever since <laughs> carrying babies and lifting Lift shit ever since. I love it. And then, so that, that led you to kind of start your online personality, so to speak. Yeah, that's, I guess that's what you want to call it. And it's so strange. Cause I remember I used my name one day on social media and they're like, wow, I never knew that was your name. Like I, it's always just been lift like a mother. <laughs> I saw because I saw I saw on your website uh, it said like Alicia McKenzie, also known as Lift Like a Mother, and I was like, do people know her as that? Yeah. Oh god, yeah. that's so funny. That's some that people remi- don't know my name. <laughs> that's like when I when I first started my Instagram account, the Big League Instagram account. It was Doc Mike Yassin PT, and everyone interpreted that as a little un- unbeknownst to me. Everyone interpreted that as Doc Mikey ass on point. <laughs> and 
it was one of those moments where like it started with my girlfriend Megan. She was just like, Oh, Doc Mikey, Doc Mikey. Then like our friends were like, Oh, Doc Mikey. Then I started getting these DMs from people, mostly like people in like other countries who were like, Mr. Doc Mikey, sir. I was like, all right, what's going on here? And then like, and then one of my patients was like, yeah, I thought it was Doc Mikey ass on point. And I was like, no. And then I like slowly realized everyone else thought that too. And I was like, no, no. And I was like, all right, well, time to make a change on the Instagram handle. That's uh, kind of, that's pretty fucking fantastic. Actually. I, know. <laughs> I, I know. And like, I wasn't even like, like I wasn't like a Brett Contreras where I was like the glute guy or anything like that. It was just like, oh yeah, Doc Mikey, ass on point. Doc Mikey. And, uh, and so people still refer to me as Doc Mikey here and there, which is like, I never went by Mikey once in my life. And, and yeah, people will be like, oh, like I'll even, I'll still get DMs. Mikey, hey, Mikey, how's it going? I'm like, all right, just, just call me Mikey. And, uh, and yeah, <laughs> and, and so it's like funny how like people like only recognize you as like your online persona versus, um, you know, you the person. A person. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then, so then you started the the lift like a mother program and then that has now merged with amplify so i think what lift like a mother is still its own brand entity whatever because there are definitely things that i use in my day-to-day life that i feel like other people can benefit from so i hate to say like the more influencer type side because i i don't like being referred to as an influencer i actually i hate it um there you go <laughs> but um <laughs> There are companies that I work with and brands that I am fortunate enough to work with. And um, that is where the Lift Like a Mother side comes in. But then Amplify, if you look at its page, like it has its own personality. It has its own sort of um, scheme behind it. and uh, Not scheme, but you know, like its own, its own little branding behind it. And right. um, it, it's more inclusive of the overall ideals of Amplify. So like the physical fitness, the mental wellness, the financial fitness, um, social outreach. And you'll definitely see a lot of that on the Amplify side. And then on my side, it's more of, uh, this is what I believe in. Love is love. Um, I got a bunch of kids, Black Lives Matter, um, <laughs> Lululemon, uh, there you go. RP, all that good stuff. You're going to find it there. Um, so it's definitely more of my ideals personally on the mm-hmm. Lift Like a Mother and then the Amplify is more of the, the business friendly LinkedIn type deal. Gotcha. It's like the, like those like memes, like me on uh, Instagram versus me on Facebook versus like me on LinkedIn versus me on Tinder. And they're all exactly. like just like four wild pictures, yeah. Uh, so, so now with Amplify, how does it work now with the, with the programming? Is it is it uh, rem- like remote individual programming? Is it group programming? How does it, what are the options that you guys offer? So uh, Ralph does the run program. So Ralph he'll, never eat. Um, shout, shout out to Ralph. Yep, shout out to Ralph. Friend he of the pod. is he does most of the run programming and that is loaded up into Amplify Weekly. So if you're looking to start a beginner run program, you have access to that. If you're an intermediate runner, you have access to the intermediate run program. But then there's also three separate programs that focus more on hit style, crossfit style workouts. So you've got the barbell version, which is like somebody for like me, if I have a full gym at my fingertips, I can do whatever I want 
go to the barbell programming. If you only have dumbbells at home and you have a smaller space, the dumbbell program is for you. And then if you're just starting out in your fitness journey and you have you don't want to touch any equipment, then start with the body weight version and then work your way up. So yeah. that is all loaded in Amplify's app. And um, I do the programming personally with the help from with help from some of my ambassadors. Like they'll be like, hey, this looks like an awesome workout. Let's try it. And we'll try it. And we'll be like, holy shit, this sucks. We're not doing this. Or, and, or vice versa. Like, hey, I like this workout. And we do it. And it's amazing. And it gets pushed out to all of Amplify. Nice. Nice. And so do you guys go in like four-week, six-week cycles? How does it work? So um, we run four-week strength cycles. And then the programming supports that strength cycle. Gotcha. So I will pick a major group, let's say like a squat. We'll do, we'll focus on back squat for four weeks and then all of the programming surrounding it will support the back squat, but it will still be within that 30 to 45 minute time domain because I just personally don't have time to be in the gym for two hours. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, about, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. and, and so you guys go through like these four to six week programs and then where did the other coaches come in to the, to this? So, um, the other coaches are more so for the online presence. So if somebody's like, I don't know what this means, a coach will jump in and see that and they'll be like, Hey, this is what it means. Blah, 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 blah. Gotcha. Or, gotcha. um, same thing with like the direct messages. If somebody direct messages and it's like, Hey, what does this mean? Uh, an online coach will go in and be like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. There you go. All right. And how does this, uh, how does this compare to your training? This is my training. Aha. Uh -huh. This is what I do. Like, this is not, um, going to get you ready to go to the CrossFit games. This is just going to keep you healthy for life. Like it's, it's the same programming my mother does. It's the same programming my husband does. My kids jump in with me. Like, it's just your typical Monday through Friday. I need to move to be healthy type workout. Now, Someone might hear that and be like, oh, this, this person went to the CrossFit game. She's competitive. You know, she's not, she used to be a competitive athlete. She's strong. If for a newcomer, is this something for someone who's never lifted weights before or never really moved before? Would, would you recommend it to them? Absolutely. And what I do for those people is that um, I will usually do like a one-on-one -on -one intro call. If somebody comes to me and they're like, hey, I want to try this, but I've never worked out. I'll do a, a one-off intro call and I'll walk them through a workout and I'll walk them through the app and all of the movements are videoed and loaded inside of the Wattify app. So if you don't know what a front squat is and you have a dumbbell, the movement is in the app for you to look at. So now do you guys use, do you guys have your own app or, or is it through another platform? What do you guys use? We are currently, and this is a pain point for me. It's a pain uh, point because yes, I love pain <laughs> we're, points. we're currently using Wattify and I absolutely cannot stand the platform, okay. but it is serving its purpose for right now. We are in the development of an app that will encompass all four of the Amplify aspects. So it will have the community feature, it will have the financial information feature, it'll have mental health and wellness, it'll have the workouts all loaded within the app. That's, that's going to be freaking awesome. Yeah, that's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, when do you think that's going to be out? It is a slow fucking process. 
so slow. Everything is so slow. It's killing me. So now but, are um, you, are you guys working with a developer on that? Are you, uh, your IT background slowly building it out? Ding, 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 ding. Oh, oh, there it is. So we have, um, a plethora of IT knowledge between my husband and I. So he, mm -hmm. he is very well versed in the programming side of things. I'm very well versed in the uh, UI UX side of things. So we are doing it ourselves right now until we can't do it anymore. Gotcha. Gotcha. And is that like more like a volume thing? Like when you guys achieve like a certain number of members or, or what do you, what do you think it is? I think it's going to be when we can't get the functionality to do what we want it to do, then we'll bring in the big guns. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, now you're, you and your, your husband and you, you guys started this together, which is pretty awesome because it's, it's never, uh, it's never easy running a business or starting a business. And then, you know, doing it with your partner is just adds a whole nother element. Uh, how's, how's that been? Cause now did you guys, well, you guys, you know, you said you brought him into the CrossFit gym also. How has that been in terms of like working, having that work-life balance? It's interesting. It's very interesting because we actually, <laughs> last week we had a, um, a little spat over, I think it was the books for one of our, for Amplify or for McKenzie Enterprise, which is the company that houses all of my ventures. Okay. But um, <laughs> I told him I was bringing in a separate person to work on the books with me because I didn't like working with him. <laughs> oh my God. And he's like, I bring a lot to the table, damn it. I was like, but you suck. You're a terrible person to work with when it comes to financials because he is just so in the weeds and so detail oriented. And sometimes I just want to choke him. So <laughs> that's like, I think that's a, like a, a man thing. It's like, we're just in the weeds, just like, just completely, especially when it comes to financials. I know my, my girlfriend and I, like, she's the one who is like up on everything. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that sounds about right. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. So but there yeah. are certain things that like we can, we work very well. Like he's definitely the yin to my yang. I'm more of the like free spirited, let's try this. And he's more of the, um, down to earth, but first we need to do like X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, fine. But, um, there are some things where I'm just like, I can't work with you on this and I'm going to bring in somebody else because it would be better for our relationship if we did not work on this together. Yeah. I think that's important to be able to, like, to draw that line and like recognize that because then if it like starts to transfer, I mean, out of, excuse me, out of the office, then like, you know, obviously there's, there's issues there. Right. So uh, it's, it's gotta be like, you gotta find that, like that balance of like, all right, like this isn't working. Let's, let's bring someone else in. Yeah. Like we can talk strategy and we can argue strategy until we're blue in the face and it's perfectly fine for our relationship. But like there are certain things where I'm just like, I'm not doing this with you. You're frustrating me. I'm frustrating you. Let's just part ways on this. And there you go. And, and yeah, to have that flexibility, I think is nice. I think uh, yeah. to be able to be like, all right, like let's just, uh, let's just go our separate ways here. Yeah. Um, now, now you guys obviously also started this just before COVID or no, during COVID during COVID. So, so how has it been launching, you know, this online platform in the middle of COVID? Um, I feel like people would say that that would be like, Oh, well, this is online. It's remote programming. Like you guys must've crushed it. Right. Yeah. No, I think that everybody having 
their online program is making launching difficult. Oh yeah. But it's actually, it's been, I have zero complaints. Like we're in the black mm -hmm. and we're able to take funds that we're bringing in and putting them into our community initiatives. So that's, that's kind of always been the goal. Like that we never started this to be a cash cow. We started this because we saw that there was an opportunity to combine fitness and social responsibility together Absolutely. and that there are other people out there that feel the same way we do. So we did it. And I mean, we've raised ballpark. I want to say almost $11,000 this year for, other outside entities so like for our breast cancer initiative for our meal packing initiatives that we've done and it's only going to get better from here yeah and I, I was actually just going to bring that up you guys are doing some really cool community initiatives with i know packing the meals and uh you guys have uh raised a lot of money and then you know with october being breast cancer awareness which is you know something that's close to me um i know that uh you know that's, that's, you know, I think all awesome stuff. And so talk a little bit more about what you've been doing with like, let's start with the meal packing first. Yeah. So the first meal packing event we did was back when um, the pandemic first hit. So I want to say it was in like the April, May timeframe. And we packed, oh goodness, I think it was like 40 boxes of prepackaged meals that, um, I partner with a company called the outreach program and we basically delivered all of these meal packing kits to local families in the area and they helped me pack the meals. And then I went by and I picked everything up and we delivered them to local shelters. So that was just like our first taste. And it was, we got the, the feeling we're like, okay, we can handle this. We can coordinate it logistically. It works. So we did it again back in what month are we in? We're going into November. I think we did it in September. Okay. So we did it again in September, except this time we packed 50 boxes. So we added another 20. Oh, that's awesome. And um, from that, I got messages from several people further south that want to run the uninitiative with us when we do it again in 2021. So not only were we able to increase the amount that we were able to donate, but I'm able to find people that are willing to run their own separate kind of duplicate what I'm doing up here in different areas of the state. That's awesome. That's awesome. Cause I saw on your website, you said you had the goal of packing 50,000 meals. Wow. That's that. So now did you get that goal? We're almost there. Almost, almost there. there. Oh yeah. my God. That's, that's amazing. 50,000 meals. That's just like, like a mind blowing number. Um, yeah. And but I'm kind of that person that I just throw out really big numbers and then try really hard to get to them. And if I fall a little short, I'm okay with it. Right. But, yeah. There you go. Nice. And then, uh, and where do those, where, so where do those meals get delivered? Um, we have five different shelters in the Northern Virginia area that we work with and we just would drop them off and those shelters will disperse them out to their members and those people that need them. That's great. And then, and then, and then you had raised, I guess, Oh, you said $11,000, um, you know, all over Northern Virginia there, which is, which is pretty, pretty great too. And then where do you, where do you donate that money? Those, that money goes directly to the programs that we work with. So like the outreach program got some, um, keep it breath, got a good chunk. Uh, who else? There are a couple, um, Oh my gosh, why am I blinking? Oh, uh, 
Families for Families DMV is another organization that we work with where um, that's where people shop and bring food and those food, that food gets donated to, again, local shelters in the area for people battling food insecurity. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's amazing. Um, and then, and then now with October being breast cancer awareness month, you, you've also been doing some, some awesome stuff too. What's, what have you, what have you been doing? Um, so we, I partnered with a good friend of mine, Allison from KFT brands, and we developed a hat that, um, it's just selling online. hundred percent of the proceeds are going towards keep abreast and their foundation. But I was also able to host a couple of workouts that were donation based to raise money for these organizations. So like the first one was um, for, it was fit for prevention. It was an online donation based zoom workout. Um, I want to say we raised almost a thousand dollars. Okay. I think it was, I think we're at like seven something and wow. we'll, we'll do a, we'll do a couple more pushes. And then, um, I was able to do a live workout with a hundred percent pure, which is a clean beauty. It's like the clean beauty brand. I, okay. I think like they started the whole clean beauty initiative and like their, their products are just, they're fantastic. So if you guys are looking for what, a good what, clean beauty, what does clean beauty mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? So obviously as a woman, we put a lot of shit on our face. Okay. Foundation, lipstick, all of that shit seeps into our body. Oh yeah. And if it's full of carcinogens, that can do damage. So Ah. 100% pure focuses on like fruit pigmented lip gloss instead of using dyes or, and they're vegan, the vegan pro or, um, vegan products. Um, so basically whatever you're putting on your skin is not going to try to kill you in 20 years. Oh yeah. That's important. That's important. Yeah. But yeah, also, I mean, it is important to look good, right? I mean, obviously you want exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, you see these faces all over zoom now, you don't want them looking all crazy and shit. Exactly. Exactly. And as we discussed before we went live about the, uh, you know, got to have your eyes on point because now that we wear masks, no one cares about mm-hmm. the lower half of your face anymore. There you go. There you exactly, go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and ha- so having all these, you know, these brands that you've, you've partnered with, how, how is, how these relationships developed? Cause I mean, it's been, it's been pretty, you know, these are, you know, not just little brands. I know obviously you have your connection with Lululemon, but some of the other ones that are, you know, um, you know, are pretty big. How do you go about, do you reach out to them? Do they reach out to you? A little column A, a little column B. It wasn't until this year that I started personally reaching out to brands, but for the past few years, it's been completely organic. So like a brand will reach out and like you get those emails all the time. Like, Hey, we're from X, Y, and Z company. Can we send you some of this? And you post about it. No, I don't do that often because I don't, I don't like the fake influencer that just posts shit because people send it to you. Like, I'm not here for your free product. I'm not here for. I mean, I would take free products. I mean, it depends if they're good. If they're good. Exactly. If it's good, but like your latest apple cider vinegar gummy chewable bullshit that's terrible for your fucking teeth. Like, I'm not, I don't want it. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I, like, <laughs> I, I get the, uh, the back brace, the, like the posture correctors all the time. They, they I are, would love those though. See, those are, <laughs> those are sliding into my DMS like on a regular basis. And I'm just like, 
No. I was like, look at my, look at my page. Look at like my bio where I'm like movement optimist. Like I'm about movement. I'm not about like holding your shoulders back, like, you know, squeezing you know, back and like this all day. No, like I, that's like the last thing I have, like numerous like posts that are like, oh, bad posture is a myth. And like people are like, oh, try our posture correct because you know how important that is. I'm like, read the room guys, read the room. Um, but yeah, it's just like, oh, it's always like people that like are things that like I don't believe in and like. I want someone to like give me free meals or something like that. Like I'd love like mighty meals or like territory to like sponsor me. And I could just like, I actually know one of the owners of mighty meals. I'll send you his info. <laughs> well, no, I, I had, I already, I already had uh, Dan, Dan Graziano on the podcast and, and I, I tried it. Didn't, it didn't work, but uh, <laughs> feed me, <laughs> Dan, if you're listening, feed me, please, please, Dan feed me. Um, but, but no, like, uh, you know, I'd love to like, you know, something like that, like I could like get behind, but then when it comes to like, yeah, like, like things that aren't what I support or believe in, then it's like, no. So, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a, a hard time in this, this inauthentic social media world. Like it's, it just kills me. So I, I try very hard not to, uh, push product that I don't actually use. And I even hate pushing products, but like there are shit, there's things that I use that I love, right? And oh yeah. Lululemon. I, I will talk about Lululemon till the cows come home. You know, I think that's like the, the best kept secret in, in like men's fitness is Lululemon clothing. No one knows about Lululemon. No guy like really knows about Lululemon clothing. And uh, they're like, Oh, it's just something that women wear. And it's like, no buddy. Actually guys can wear it too. And it's my just husband's wardrobe is like 80% Lululemon, 20% juice. <laughs> <laughs> now here's a question. Do you guys hang dry your Lululemon or do you wash or do you throw it in the dryer? I don't want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try my best to dry and in our tiny little one bedroom apartment uh, on laundry night, my Lululemon tends to take over the apartment to much to Megan's chagrin. And, uh, there's like t-shirts everywhere. There's pants everywhere. I, uh, it, and it, 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 it's caused some tense moments, but you know, it's for the longevity of the clothes. At least that's what I tell I just, myself. I just want to say that I have four kids. Yes. And nobody got time to be hang dry and all this. <laughs> just the fact that you have time to do laundry is impressive. God crazy i mean it's, it's gotten less since we're not going anywhere like my son wears pajamas 80 percent of the day i mean i mean i think everyone is like the, i think everyone's at that point now pajamas i mean i don't even have pants on right now no. <laughs> neither do i no okay um but but yeah it's it's yeah it's one of those things now you're like oh well laundry isn't so bad and now it's like definitely gotten to the point now where it's like laundry like once every other week versus like once a week now it's crazy. But I, I will say that my pants, my oldest pair of pants from Lululemon, it was circa 2008. They're a pair of groove pants. And I have washed and dried those things like wow. 5,000 times. And like, they are still fantastic. They're a little sticky now, but they're, they're amazing. So that, that, there you go. But yeah, I think, you know, going back to what we were saying before, I think, you know, having the opportunity to represent brands that we believe in, I think is, is super valuable. Um, and what kind of like opportunities has that given you, you know, in terms of like being able to partner with these people that you actually believe in versus just like taking, you know, things from anyone. 
So, I mean, I think like the very first brand that comes to my head besides Lululemon is Renaissance Periodization. And that's the diet app that I use. And yeah, I was going to ask you, ask you about that too. Yeah. And I, I hardcore believe that RP is one of the best apps out there when it comes to your diet, just because A, it is um, basically idiot proof. And I get little notifications that says, hey, it's time to eat. I'm like, yes, I love food. Let's go eat. eat. But the, the people behind RP are just such genuine, good people that you find it hard not to support their company. Like Nick, he is the CEO. And I, I feel like I first met Nick at regionals in like 2000, maybe 15, 16 and he has been the same guy since then. Like he, he will personally respond to almost any message that somebody drops on Facebook. Or if I have a client that has a question about something, I'll shoot Nick an email and he'll respond like within an hour. Like it just blows my mind how vested he is in his company and how much he truly believes in the product and supports it. So like, I will 100% forever be behind RP until he sells it. Now, do you have the, the RP nutrition certification? I don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> no. Is that something you think you might, you might do at one point or, or are we going to go back to your mom? <laughs> I think my hours are limited. Right. And I know for whatever, uh, answer I do not have. I have a very strong network of those around me that somebody can answer a question. Now you guys have a nutritionist on staff, right? With Amplify, right? So we have a couple of local nutrition partners. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and they're definitely local to, this is more for, Hey, I really want to figure out how I'm going, how I can change the way I eat, but I want to work with somebody here that I can meet with personally. And I'm like, okay, you go to X or you go to Y and they will get you squared away. But if you're somebody like me who can pretty much stick to anything, then my first answer will always be RP. There you go. All right. Nice. Um, and so, you know, now that you've, you know, like, you know, partnering with these, uh, you know, partnering with these companies definitely like gives you this like platform, right? Like to like start to like spread your message more, right? How has that, how has that been for like, you know, for, for you now with these different brands? Um, I think that my message is pretty clear. Um, <laughs> when it comes to like, I mean, first and foremost, like I'm a mom and health and wellness is kind of my jam. It's my passion, which for the longest time, like I was in a transition period where I didn't even know if I had a passion, like, it, it, I, I even remember writing a blog post about it. I'm like, who, who really has, who does what they're passionate? Like, it, but then it like hit me. It's like, I have these four little people that it's my job to make sure that they live a healthy lifestyle. They're aware that movement is good for your body, that food is nutrition, that, or that food is medicine, that what you put in your body matters. And um, I think that these companies that I'm able to work with, they're, the support that they give me to spread that message to other people is you can't buy that kind of support. Right. Right. And I think, like you said, like, like your message, I think is something I was going to, I want to talk about, like, you know, continuing to talk here about social media is like, you know, I love your, you know, your message and what you put out there on social media. It's definitely very like 
you and who you are. And I mean, like talking about like, you know, woman's health, talking about motherhood, talking about pregnancy, talking about diet, body image, all these stuff. Like those are all like things that I think for the longest time just, just weren't talked about. Right. And, and like, you know, you've, you're definitely, you know, not, you know, going to racial diversity, things like that, you know, you're not afraid to talk about those things. And I think that's, you know, like a really, a really cool thing. Yeah, definitely. And I think I've gotten more boisterous about the racial diversity and that kind of stuff because I've had to, Mm -hmm. like, it's just, we've reached a pinnacle in this country where you just can't be silent about it anymore. Yeah. You just can't. And I think because, and I, I, I don't mention my brother a lot because he, he's passed away in 2011, but he was so just strong in his culture and proud of who he was. And I feel like I'm like, okay, he's got this. He's got the whole big voice, racial diversity, all that stuff. Like th- this is who he is, but he's passed away. And like, since then, I kind of feel like he would be rolling over in his grave and saying like, bitch, if you don't say something, I'm going to haunt you. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it's definitely like I feel like I have the platform I have the voice and I've gotten a little quiet on social media recently just because it's it's exhausting like he's got fatiguing yeah oh my god and I think at some point like you have to know your limitations where you have to protect your mental space and like I just I I couldn't like, I, I would think I'm, I'm, I'm more focused on like the tangible things that I can do in front of me. So like propping up my ambassadors, finding the next um, initiative, like what are we going to do in December? How can I help these families? How, so on and so forth. Yeah. So like it, it's some days I'm like, let's go, let's do this. I'm in it. But then other days I'm like, I can't deal right now because it's just too much. It's, it just, it is definitely like a grind. I mean, the whole year has just been a straight grind. <laughs> Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a grind that like, it, it definitely, you know, it, it wears you down and, and you're, if you're in the trenches every day, I mean, and you know, it's, it's, it's tough. And uh, I think, you know, people are finally uh, waking up and, and, you know, becoming aware of, you know, what's, you know, what's going on out there. And I think it's a, a good thing. And I think it's, you know, when it's an ugly thing, right. But like in the long run, it's, it's going to be, know hopefully a good thing <laughs> yeah and ch- change is never linear it, it I don't care what you're doing if you're trying to lose weight if you're trying to get stronger like it's never linear and it's always going to be a little messy and it is what it is you just got to grind through it but then like I feel like 2020 has just been all over the fucking place and it's mostly been down but uh some things are it's one of those it's like you know if you look at the the graph and there's like you know up and down up and down I think this is like one of those down years and then maybe next year we'll go back up. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe after Tuesday, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start shooting back up, but we'll, uh, we'll see. We're not going to, we're not going to touch that, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, and then it was like, I saw like on your, on your show, you put something like, let's talk about the 2020 election. And then it was like, swipe, let's not. <laughs> it's like, I think at this point, like you're not changing anybody's mind. Right. We're five days out from this thing at this, like, you're just, you're stressing yourself out for no reason. Like take a step back, take a step back. Right. Right. Go do some burpees, calm it down. Uh, uh, yeah. Ex- <laughs> do some burpees. That's, that's not exactly what I would describe as calming things down, but Hey, to each their own, to each their own. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, last week on the show I had Alex Montez and we, you know, we're talking about, 
how we are, how, how to be more inclusive with, um, you know, in, in the fitness world. And he's, you know, doing his, his thing with his yoga classes, um, you know, with, with, uh, African, you know, dance hall music. And I think that's, you know, a great way to like, you know, start to like appeal to other cultures, which I think is great. And I think, you know, what you're doing with like amplify and with like a mother with these online platforms, uh, I think is a great way to start being more inclusive because, you know, a lot of these areas with that aren't, you know, uh, well off, um, you know, don't have a lot of gym access. There's no fitness programs. There's no, you know, people don't know, you know, and you look at like the, the risk factors, you know, for, you know, people in these, you know, poor communities and, and, you know, the, the, uh, the life expectancy, you know, other, you know, stats like that are just, you know, it's, it's sad, you know, the rates of diabetes, cancer, heart disease, uh, you know, and it's like, well, how do we get, how do we get to them? You know, if we're not going to like, you know, go there and, and like, you know, open up gyms. Well then like, can we get to them virtually, you know, and like start appealing to these communities in other ways. And I think, you know, doing it, you know, virtually, I think that's one of the ways to do it. Yeah. And I think that's where the body weight program came from because I know people don't have a lot of access, but not only that, they don't have a lot of time. So I think like the communities that ideally I would like to reach are those that are working like two jobs, but and they, they can't dedicate a full hour to a workout. Like I, so if, if you have 20 minutes, you can get a workout. If you have 30 minutes, you can get a quick workout in. And if you do that three times a week, you're going to see some sort of health improvement. Yeah. So I think like it's just planting that seed of information in some of these communities, but then um, giving them the tools to really act on that. So like, I want to change my diet. How can I do that? Well, let's start with this. And then right. once you get that down, let's move to this. I think the problem is, is that the, pro it, the issue seems so large and so vast that um, without breaking it down to the point where it seems manageable, like people just aren't going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, mean, I think, you know, the, and the nice thing is that it like Amplify, for example, will focus on all the pillars of health, not just, you know, exercise. It's you know, taking into diet, taking into, you know, your sleep and all that meant you said mental health and all that stuff that obviously are neglected, you know, grossly on a, on a gross scale. Uh, you know, so I think, you know, bringing that to people, you know, who don't have access or wouldn't know where to seek it out. Otherwise I think has tremendous value, uh, for these communities going forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think so, and it's funny you mentioned the mental health because the November, um, like I, I do a challenge each month through Amplify. So like last month was the financial fitness challenge. Like we did five days of tracking and, um, you tracked all of your spending, how you felt while you were making that purchase, um, what you used, did you use credit, did you use debit, so on and so forth. Um, and then we were, uh, the homework was to change one thing and then, retracts so on and so forth. But that was last month's challenge. Okay. Going into November, the November challenge is completely surrounding mental well-being and self-care because this is such a volatile month that we're getting ready to go into. You've got Thanksgiving, you've got the election, you've got holiday or holidays coming up. Like it's just there's a lot of mental shit going on. <laughs> shit going on <laughs> for lack of better lack of a better word. So um we're going to be leaning on an app through United Healthcare and it's called Sanvelo and it's a free app. Anybody can download it. iOS. Um, I think there's a 
what what's the other android android version android that's the other one there you go okay <laughs> such a fangirl such a fangirl but um yeah it's uh downloadable through the app store and it's basically a mental health app and when you open it the first thing it asks you is how are you feeling today and you'll swipe the dial and it'll give you things that you need to do so like let's take a 10 minute meditation and there's an internal community within the sanbello app but it's the month of november is all going to be about mental well-being self-care and Amplify is going to provide 30 prompts throughout the month to make sure that you're doing whatever you can to just stay mentally healthy. Like there's a, there's a lot of craziness going on. So we're, we're, (laughs) (laughs) and what I think one of the first things is going to be unfollow all negative social media or a fear-based account. Oh God. I remember four years ago after, after the election, I, I deleted my Facebook and Twitter for, for a good month where I was just like, I can't do this. I was like, I just, I just can't, I just can't be here right now. And it was like, it was oddly, it was liberating, but, uh, at the same time, like after a certain point, I was like, I have to download these again. (laughs) I tried, but it was, it was, but it was, it was good for like a month where I was just like, all right, like there's so much going on right now. And I like, just don't know my head spinning. I'm like, I have to like, just get off this. Cause yeah, it's just like, there's so much, but yeah. Uh, I think, I think that's, pretty good. Are you guys, are there plans to bring on like mental health workers, meditation people, something like that? Yeah, that's in, that's in the works. I actually have um, a friend of mine who, uh, that I'm, I'm trying to collaborate with to figure out how we can combine our two companies together because that is another portion that people just neglect. Like, especially when you come from these other communities, these poor communities, you don't have access to the mental health care that people need. And especially black men, they neglect their mental health uh, uh, over anything. Like they don't cry. You're, you're not supposed to cry. You're supposed to be a man, blah, blah, blah. Like I get yeah. it. But at some point, like if you're not talking to somebody, this shit is just going to completely overtake you. And it's going to, Drive yeah, you crazy. So, drive you yeah, actually drive, crazy. Drive you crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that, that that's going to be really exciting. Now, are you, are you guys doing anything with like sleep management? We haven't talked about sleep management. No. Mm-mm. Okay. I haven't gotten there yet, but we are. So I will say that um, Amplify Health and Wellness Inc. is in the process of becoming a nonprofit. Cool. So we are definitely going more of the nonprofit organizational route. So our hopes is to eventually be able to open up these offerings as we grow and get bigger and funding and all that good stuff. I love it. I love it. What does that look like now? What are like the next, I don't know, five years look like here for Amplify? Oh, good grief. (laughs) That's a, that's a big question. Why you got to ask that question? Big things, big, big. (laughs) That is a big question. Um, no, so I think by the end of 2021, we really want to make sure that the app is up and we want to offer these services through the app. Okay. So obviously the four prongs will be loaded up in there, but if you're at a point where you need to seek mental help, like all of that information will be at your fingertips. That's great. I think that's awesome. Um, all right. So we're getting down to the last few minutes here. I've got a few more questions for you more a little more a little more personal 
Um, what's the last TV show you watched? Ooh, ooh, TV show. What did I watch last night? American Ninja Warrior. American Ninja Warrior. I feel like you could be on that show. I know, but I'm just too lazy. <laughs> uh, they have, they have like a, there's like a Ninja Warrior gym out in Maryland or Virginia somewhere, or maybe not too far from you. Um, you just go, go sign up and start training. <laughs> no. American no. Ninja Warrior. Yeah, I haven't watched that show in a while, but um, there was pretty- literally nothing else on. That's how desperate we were. Nice, nice. Yeah. I like it. Um, what's the last book you read? Ooh, what is the last book I read? Um, I want to say, what's that book that's on my? It's the um, oh my gosh, the Marcus Aurelius book. Uh, the Daily Stoic. Daily Stoic. Yes, nice. Yep, I. I read that right now and uh, I just finished The Obstacle is the Way, which is all about like stoicism also, which is really good. Um, nice. What's, uh, besides yourself and Amplify, what's one account on social media everybody should be following? Ooh, The Conscious Kid, if you have children. The Conscious Kid, okay. Okay, is that at The Conscious Kid? Um, I think so. Let me double check. I just, it's definitely, um, it's a fantastic site. Yeah, it's at The Conscious Kid. All right, there you go. So it's, it's basically, it's parenting and education through a critical race lens. Oh, cool. All right, nice, so it's, nice. It's, interest, it's definitely interesting. What's the best thing that's happened to you in the last seven days? Ooh, seven. Ending on a note of positivity here. Seven days. I drove a ball 205 yards and landed it in the fairway. Oh man. Whoa. All right. Yeah. That's pretty badass. I think I, I think I saw you posted something on social media about that and I was like, Oh man, she's got a pretty good swing. No, that was a different one. (laughs) I I golf a lot. I keep that. Um, I keep that, uh, side of me off social media because I feel like it's just mine okay okay but I'm actually I'm actually a pretty decent golfer golfer I've been playing since I was a kid oh really okay yeah nice nice yeah my my sister she was the golfer in the family um Mm -hmm. yeah she she ended up playing golf in college and everything and uh yeah I was yeah I was the one I played like all the different sports growing up and she like tried to play all the sports and like didn't do well and then she found golf and hit the shit out of the ball and uh ended up getting a division one scholarship out of it that's uh, awesome yeah and then she you know has a game that she can play now for the rest of her life which is which is she live in the area no she's up in uh new york still but uh i'm looking for a golf buddy during the week (laughs) oh well i think um i think megan brown shout out to megan brown i think she plays a little bit she's posted some stuff about her swinging a golf club so that might be might be a local virginian for you there um, there you go. All right, Alicia, thank you so much for coming on. Um, if people want to connect with you, where can they find you? Ooh, all over social media. Lift like a mother. Um, Alicia, lift like a mother, email, DM, whatever. I'm everywhere. So that's okay. at lift like a mother. Yep. Right? On, on social media. And then if people want to donate, get involved with 
Amplify because Amplify has its own social media page, right? So it does have its own social media page. Yes, at Amplify, and then at, yeah, and then I'll need you to send me the information for. Uh, if you want to get involved with donating, uh, helping with packing meals, because I'm going to put that in the show notes. So if you want to get more involved with that, they'll have access to that as well. Good. I think I hit everything there, right? I don't know. You, yeah, you have your yeah. hands everywhere, which is so awesome. Um, so, all right, Alicia, thank you so much for coming on. And we will definitely be talking soon. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Move the District today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Big League Performance Rehab and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free, head over to BigLeaguePerformanceAndRehab.com to learn more. Thanks, and until next time, keep moving, DC.